This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, October 7th. Uh, Mark, it is October, which means that we are now officially in the fourth quarter of the year. Are you already starting to hoard your Christmas presents because you're scared there will be no supply? No, no, that is not me. Are you a procrastinator when it comes to the the children's uh, frenzy and, and toys, etc.? No, no, I, I get things done pretty early on, but I'm not going to go crazy right now thinking that nothing's going to be available. Do you think that Theo has too many stuffed animals right now? Because I saw one that was fantastic last weekend that I wanted to get. But then Jackie's like, oh, I don't know. Theo, it seems like he has a lot of, got a lot of stuffed animals and you don't want to go overdo it. So what do you think? He loves his stuffed animals. He's got um, six that have to be in his bed with him every night. (laughs) And he he knows specifically who they are. If you try to put another one in there and throw them off, he'll say, no, no, and he'll throw it out. Okay. So he's got the panda. What's the other five? He's got a panda. He's got a little uh, dino that we got from the Museum of Natural History. He's yep. got he's got a draft from the Bronx Zoo. Mm-hmm. He's got a little piggy, and he's got a teddy bear. That's only five. And he's got two bears. Oh, teddy bears times he's a, two. He's got a brown bear and a little blue bear. I had to work around that. I had to see if I can break in. Those are his sleep time animals, and then during the day he's got a, you know, he's got he's got his elephant that I think you got him. He's got his, he loves his dolphin that I think you got him. He's got a turtle that he loves. He loves his animals. Oh my god! We'll have to see if I can do with. I could say that'd be something animal esque for for Christmas. This is going to be very good. I'm very excited. I am myself. I'm going to hoard the heck out of all toys for Theo. That's going to be my thing. I don't have any more kids to buy for. This is great. Who knows what next year will bring? Who knows? Exactly. Um, yeah. Everyone, I'm trying to convince Mark and his partner to have a child, little baby Jill. I have no skin in this game except the fact that I think that it would be really fun for Theo to have a, a sibling. Now, this is a long negotiation that I'm conducting with both of them. We'll see. That's all I can say. We'll see. Now, if you want to know about your financial life, not your your stuffed animals or whether or not, you know, you should have another child. And that's never, I never think of that as a financial decision. That's just a, a family decision. Then you can give us a holler. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Our website is jillonmoney.com. And if you're on the website, just click on the contact button and you will magically be given the opportunity to ask your question. When you do, how about if you then tell us you'll come on the air with us? That to me is the most fun. 
It's what Joe did. Joe is on the line from Missouri. Joe, do you have kids? I do have two kids. How old are they? They are uh, six and eight. Tell us about like the the whole craziness around holiday time for a six and an eight year old. That's got to be on your mind already, right? Yes, I can remember, you know, as a kid, it's a super exciting time, but as an adult, different experience. But my kids love Halloween, Christmas and the holidays. It's great experience. Oh, and, and do you know what they're going to be dressing up as for Halloween? Or, and w- are we doing real Halloween or not? I, I kind of don't know where we are in all of this. Yes or no? I think we are, at least where, where I'm from in Missouri, um, we'll be doing Halloween, but they haven't decided uh, what they want to be yet. Mm, all right. I know it would shock everyone to learn that I never in a million years have ever dressed up as a princess. <clears throat> ever. Mark, were you a fan of Halloween? Nah, not particularly, no. You know what? I never understood Halloween. I was like, what's the big deal? Like, we can get candy when we want. I never really liked it. It seemed like a lot of waste of time. Very low yielding event for me. Do you participate in your New York City building? Oh, God. Now you're outing me. This is so unfortunate. So, Joe, here's what happens. In New York City, um, you can crank on Halloween if you are a kid because you can go into a building, you know, and there's like maybe, you know, there could be 16 or 18 floors in multiple units. You can just stay in the building. But usually every building says if you want to participate, put something outside on your door that says you're participating. And if you don't, you won't. And then no one will come by. So, of course, I don't participate because I would drive me insane. But what I do is that my neighbors who have little kids around me, I make little Halloween bags for them and drop them off usually midday Halloween. And then we head out of the building. Do not want to be around. I am such a curmudgeon when it comes to this. We also have a very nice parade in our building. So the kids all dress up and they go down through the lobby. And that's when they start going upstairs, which I used to go see. But, you know, 20 years later, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with that. You know what, Joe, this is all nonsense to you. So let's go on. Tell us what's going on for you. What can we do for you, sir? Yeah, sure thing. Um, So this year I've had some RSU's vest around uh, 55,000. You know, with COVID and everything, uh, I don't have an office currently at my home. And it feels like the workforce will not change. So given, you know, I have the two kids that I mentioned, and then I actually have one on the way this December, I have no place to work at home. So we were thinking of uh, finishing our basement, but you know, thinking of all our finances, should I be doing something different with the proceeds of this RSU? The 55,000 from the restricted stock units, is that taxed yet or is that a pre-tax 55,000? That is a pre-tax 55 and they actually have already vested. So taxes have been taken out and withheld and I'm left with about uh, 35,000 if I've sold today. Okay. Got it. How much would it cost you to finish the basement? Uh, we're estimating probably the full proceeds. So the uh, 35, you would be correct. done. Okay. Tell us a little bit about other stuff going on. For example, let's start with this. How old are you? I am 35 and my mm-hmm. wife is also 35. Okay. Do you both work or just you? Is she like with her hands full, six, eight, and now one on the way? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. She, of course, just uh, works at home, of course. And then myself, uh, I earn 140 a year for base pay. Okay, got it. And do you make a contribution to your retirement account? I do. Um, so I'm on track to max that currently. How about any other savings? So give us your emergency reserves. Yeah, emergency reserves is around uh, 32000 
And besides the RSUs that are vested, let's not even talk about the unvested ones. Any other investment accounts that are either retirement, maybe an, an IRA or a, um, a brokerage account? Yes, um, I do have a Roth IRA of around 30000 under mm-hmm. myself. And mm-hmm. then my wife has around um, 17000 between uh, her, uh, an old 403B and a traditional IRA. And then in addition to that, we have a $30,000 brokerage account that's just index funds. Okay, got it. How much is in your um, retirement account right now into your um, the, into which you're putting your maximum? Depending on the day. Uh, yes. Now it's it's been down, but it was uh, $200,000. Okay. Any money set aside for the kids yet? We do have a little bit uh, set aside. So we do have um, just some brokerage accounts set up for them, about 5000 each. And then okay. they also have uh, around $4,000 each in a... Uh, 529. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tell us about the house now. Let's get let's get to the fun part. How much uh, is your current home worth? Yeah, so we just purchased last year. Um, so the house is worth conservatively four hundred, and we owe three hundred twenty-five still on the mortgage. What's the rate on the mortgage? Uh, Two point eight seven five. Get out. Is it a? It's a thirty year. It is a thirty year. <gasps> Don't make extra payments. Okay. Yes, of course. Okay, of course. I know. <laughs> I just was telling you, just to remind you. So do you have an actual, a physical office right now or not? So my work does have a physical office. Um, we, we do have the option to go in, but at my home, no. I'm right now actually just, you know, sitting in my unfinished basement. That's sort of my space now. Oh, God. So again, That's a little depressing, dude. Yeah. Something I, we, I could make do with, right? But it's not an ideal scenario. On an ongoing basis, you said your base is for 140000 If you look into the future and being conservative, what do you usually earn in terms of bonus or RSU awards? Yeah, I think, you know, on, a, on an average year, it could range from twenty to 30000 in uh, bonuses and restricted stock units. Okay. And you like what you do? You're happy where you are? I, I'm fairly happy. Um I could see myself, you know, moving to a different job, but it'd probably be similar pay and, and similar bonus structure. Mark, do you want to redo the basement or not? Yeah. I mean, if he's got this 30, 20 to 30K coming in every year, okay, so let's just take one of those years and make That's your life it. more enjoyable. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I think you should do it. I don't think you should look back. And I, I think that honestly, even if you had to spend a little bit more and you had to pull some of the money from the brokerage account, which is in index funds. If you had to say, oh, you know what, let me just take a little bit of money extra, but like, just do it. Don't mess with yourself and don't second guess yourself because I think this is a, this is a very smart improvement. And it, like Mark said, it's like certainly an improvement to your life, but also listen, you're, you're not, it's not like you're saying, I want to spend $35,000 and buy a very fancy car. 
you're actually investing in this asset that you own already, which is your home. And I think that this is a good investment and it'll be good for your life. Now, as these RSUs become vested and as you start selling, a couple of things that we should talk about. Um, You said you're maxing your 401k, which is great. I think you should also, you know, obviously have some, if there's extra money, then we can start talking a little bit about, you know, can we get your wife to make a retirement contribution also to be able to, I think, essentially put a little bit more money aside for savings. I would prefer that you do more of the retirement savings. Um, The money for the kids, why have it in a brokerage account? Why not have it all be 529? Is there a theory on that? No, um, no real theory. I mean, it was really just convenience at the time. Uh, just mm-hmm. it was straightforward in the uh, the robo I was using to open an account for them. But that four thousand was just really open this year for them. Yeah, I would just move the whatever the brokerage account is. I'd move it in the five twenty nine because okay. it's much more tax efficient. And then you know, you if you guys have extra money, so does vesting occur on at the same time every year usually? Yeah, it usually occurs like in six month intervals. Mm-hmm. Because I would take the next tranche of whatever vests, and I would probably say like, let's do a Roth IRA for you and your wife, right? You do make less than the phase out, and start using that. And I think that every time you have a, a slug that vests, you would say, okay, let me put some of the money in the kids, and then we'll fund our Roth IRAs, and then we're all set. What about some boring stuff? Do you have insurance? I do have a life insurance policy. Um, I have a million dollar and then another like $400,000. Great. And this is all term, right? Yes, correct. All term. And your wife also? My wife, we do not. You hear that? Did you hear that? That was (laughs) the, oh, can you buy some term life insurance for her through work maybe, or just go on to Policy Genius or one of those sites and get her some, here's why, I mean- God forbid, if something terrible happened to her, you would need one of two scenarios fulfilled. One is you would want to take time off and you'd want to be with your kids and or you would need help because she is the person who is raising your children and is home and it is expensive to hire Mary Poppins, you know, so she needs some she needs some life insurance, dude. Yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. That does make sense. Right. So let's get that covered. And I think probably, you know, she could have a half a million or a million. It'll be, if she's healthy, she can't get it now because she's pregnant. So after the baby's born, we need some life insurance. Do you guys have wills and powers of attorney and healthcare proxies? Yeah, I think you're going to have one more. And no, I do not, but it's on my to-do list. Dang it. (laughs) This guy is, was on the ball until we got to the end, right, Mark? I mean, I was ready to give him a big, you know, like, yeah, do the basement. You're so great. Now I'm just going to yell at you. Well, how about I get those wheels before I get the basement? (laughs) Well, I mean, you can do it concurrently. How about that? Some of the workplace benefits actually offer estate planning. So you may want to check out if they have that. If not, someone who actually does wills and get that done. Now, if you don't want to pay up for that, then you can do it online. Uh, This sounds like a policy genius commercial, Mark. But they do have a good tool that you can use to do estate planning. And so if you want to, if that's like your baby step, but you know, really it's better to get a lawyer to do it. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Um, last question for you, Joe, there's no other debt besides that home uh, mortgage, correct? Yes, that's correct. No uh, consumer debt and no car debt. We've guilted you into getting life insurance for your wife 
and getting your wills and other estate documents done. So I know you're going to be very busy. If you want to be nudged by Aunt Jill and Uncle Mark, Mark, I like it being calling you. Do your um, nieces and nephews call you Uncle Mark? You know, sometimes when I walk in, they just say Mark and I have to correct them. I'm like, Uncle Mark. It's not Mark. Oh, really? So you're very formal. These are nine, 10 year old kids and they're saying, hey, hey, Mark. No, it's not Mark. It's Uncle Mark. Wow. You are such an old fashioned fart. I can't even believe it. Do you know what my um, my nieces and nephews call my mother? No. Sue. They never called her grandma ever, ever, because when my sister, my mother was a very young grandmother. And when my sister was pregnant, we called our grandmother and grandfather, Nana and Poppy. Okay. So when my sister was pregnant with her daughter, with her first child, she said to my parents, what do you want to be called? And my father says, I want to be called pop. Like he always was like pop or poppy. My mother says, uh, I want to be called Sue. They still, to this day, they have another grandma. They call grandma so-and-so, and and my mother is Sue. That's it. So Uncle Mark, Aunt Jill, we're here to help you out. And we are here to help guide you through whatever anxiety you have, like what should your your Halloween costume be? Uh, It could be, what is it that I need to do with my restricted stock unit? Should I finish my basement? We are here to nudge you and guilt you into getting your life insurance, protecting your family and getting your estate documents done. And we're also here to pat you on the back. Like Joe is doing a great job. So except for those two little areas of import, um, he is doing a great job. So is his wife. And let's make sure we keep everyone on track to get the stuff done that you need to get done. So if you have a question, go to jillonmoney.com, click on the contact button. While you're there, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It is free. Every single Friday comes out. Mark does a great job. You can follow I on Money wherever you find your favorite podcast. Then we want to remind you that Uncle Mark is really Mark Talercio, our executive producer extraordinaire. We are distributed by CBS. Please try to lift someone up today. And remember, curiosity, compassion, community. That's our mantra. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? 
There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Wondery Plus.